0: It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. Today we're wrapping up our latest off-the-road episode, direct from New Orleans, with one of that city's most legendary family names, the Nevilles, and Ivan Neville, son of Aaron, and leader of the band Dumpsta Funk, who recently released their latest album, Where Do We Go From Here? This is the title track. You can hear part one and the entire off-the-road series at hawaiipublicradio.org and subscribe to the latest episodes on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Before you started this funk odyssey that you've been doing with your band that has risen to such a a prominence there uh, coming out of the Crescent City, you have these serious Rolling Stones connections. And uh, (laughs) because there are a, a variety of them, I'm sure in your mind you can remember where it began.
1: Absolutely. Okay. The first connection was made through the meters. My uncle arts band, the meters opened up for the stones, I believe in 1975. Wow. They went on some tours with the stones and they toured Europe with the stones and they toured uh, some, some, they did some dates in the United States and that was the first connection. And then later on, the Neville Brothers had made a record. It was on AM Records. I think the name of the album was called Fire on the Bayou. And there was a Rolling Stone article. Keith Richards was on the cover. And this was maybe in 1980 or something like that. At the beginning of his article, he announced this was maybe the best record that he had heard thus far in that particular year. And it was the Neville Brothers. Wow. And that was a pretty cool plug, you yeah. know. And from that... We ended up going on tour. We did open up for the Stones, and I was playing with the Neville Brothers at the time. This is 1981. This was on the Tattoo You tour, I believe. Wow. We opened up for the Stones in uh, Chicago, Louisville, Kentucky, and in New Orleans, at the Superdome in New Orleans. <laughs> and I remember, you know, meeting those guys during that time. If you're hanging around the Stones, you might get to meet Keith. You might get to meet Ron, Ron Wood, and Shortly after that, we ended up in New York at Electric Ladyland Studios with Keith and Ron Wood. Wow. I think we went to Woody's house that night. Woody was living in, in New York, and we went to his house. We hung out and had a fun time. I must say that was a very fun night. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> and... um That was the initial real connection was made between me and those guys. Because not that long after that, I believe in 1985 or something like that, I was in New York and I had been playing with Bonnie Raitt. I was playing keyboards with Bonnie Raitt and we were in New York. And I think I hung out in New York when the tour was over. And a friend of mine by the name of Rob Faboni, he said, hey, the Stones are in the recording studio recording a record. Um, and so I'm like, oh, cool, See, let's let's go by there. So we went to uh, some sessions where the Stones were and they were working on this album called Dirty Work. And I ended up singing backups on some stuff. <laughs> I ended up playing bass on a song on that record. There's a song called Hold Back where I'm on bass. Amazing. On that. Matter of fact, they spliced a little bit of Ron Wood's bass part and, and some of my bass part on the one song. I'm sharing a bass track with Ron Wood. <laughs> Rolling Stones recording. <laughs> uh, I had some cool hands with Keith and Ronnie during that time. That record came out, Dirty Work came out. I was on this Stones record. So I was like totally, you know, I was thrilled to beyond belief <laughs> that I got to not only be on a stone, I played bass on the Stones record. That was like, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm a I am a, a a, I'm a keyboard guy, you know. I could play a little bit of bass, you know, and I was on the Stones record. So but then not that long after that, around 1987, I was working on my first record, which was going to be called If My Ancestors Could See Me Now, that was going to be released on Polydor Records. I was working on that stuff and I got a call from Keith that he was uh, working on uh, putting something together for his own uh, his, his little solo project. So I, I went, I was summoned to New York and I went to New York and I was in a room with uh, Keith, uh, Waddy Wattell, Steve Jordan, Charlie Drayton, and myself. And we were playing around and that ended up being a band that played and recorded with Keith for his record called Talk is Cheap.
0: Expensive Winos.
1: That was the beginning of the Expensive Winos. Yes. Yes. I ended up playing in that group in the band with Keith and, um. Yeah, I mean, that that's like, you know, so I, I was probably one of the coolest, yeah, I was, that was probably some of the coolest, no, n- no question. That was some of the coolest, you know, stuff I've ever done before.
0: And you also have, uh, when I think about your, uh, your connection to other people, your band has had a lot of folks. Uh, Dumpster Funk has had a lot of noteworthy musicians sit in. Hawaii Connection. Uh, sometime Kauai resident Carlos Santana has sat in with oh, you. Oh,
1: Carlos. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. What a cool guy, man. I got a funny story. About Carlos, check this out. So we were playing in San Francisco at the Fillmore. We were opening up for Carl Denson's Tiny Universe. Oh wow! At the Fillmore, and my friend Gregorico, the original drummer from Sly and the Family Stone, was going to come and see us play and come and hang out. He's a good friend. And, and and then at some point we were texting and Greg said, Hey, you know what? I'm bringing Carlos with me. I'm like, Oh, so I told the guy in the band, I said, yo, yo, bro, I, I think, I think Carlos Santana is coming to the gig tonight. <laughs> they were like, what? I'm like, Greg Rico's coming to the show. They all knew that. I said, but I think Carlos is with him and he's coming to the gig. So they were like, Oh my God. So they showed up there. Carlos came there, and then we asked Carlos, did he want to play? And we played the, the Buddy Miles song, United Nations Stomp. We had Carlos come up and play United Nations Stomp with us. And then Greg came up and played. We played Sing a Simple Song, and Family Stone Tune. And the crowd was going fuck wow, Like, oh, my <laughs> God, the noise and the buzz in the in the film Fillmore. And my friend Carl Denson and his band had just arrived because they were the headliner that night. And they showed up. And they were like, "One well, damn, what the hell happened? You know, we just got here. What the happened? And we were like, oh, yeah, Carlos Santana just sat in with us. <laughs> the opening band had Carlos Santana sitting in. Wow. How you going to follow that up? <laughs> That's funny, man. Carl D is my man, but that was a tough one there. Right. How you going to go play after that? <laughs> you know,
0: That is a good one right there. And uh, before we wrap it up, you get any feedback from uh, your pop on this record? Where do we go from here?
1: oh he loved it he loved it he definitely loved the record yeah he gave he gave us some uh you know gave us a thumbs up so, yeah it's kicking bro
0: <laughs> and then you send him a fit you send him a physical copy or how does he uh
1: you know what we have to do that we have not sent big a a physical copy you just you just put a bug in my ear that we, that's a, <laughs> an oversight on my, that's a serious oversight you gotta send big a a copy yeah uh-
0: I love it. I love it. Are you warming up to play us a little something? Just
1: playing the little chord, the little B section on one of the songs. It goes, there's no guarantee in this thing called life. Sometimes we want to see just what we think is right. But it all comes down to love. Where do we go from here? Let's take it slow, no fear. What we don't know becomes clear. Baby, let's go somewhere.
0: Dude. <laughs> so kind to do that you know what I'm saying thank you man giving you hugs high fives thank you man and you just have that voice dude it's so beautiful it just hits you I don't know the genes or something are going on there my brother. <laughs>
1: thanks a lot man I really appreciate it
0: I mean it from the heart because I grew up with that music the one when I was a kid was uh, Yellow Moon Yellow Moon Yellow Moon
1: yeah 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 the brothers
0: that was the era
1: and that's a, that's a great song to, to, to connect to and for me that's a special song because that's a song my dad wrote and he it was he wrote it it was about my mom it was inspired by you know by my mom you know
0: yeah it's a powerful one um yeah. and saw them at the new orleans jazz festival on the big stage there
1: we're doing it this fall in october that's crazy huh
0: i hope it goes good and i hope that uh, eventually you can uh make your way out here again and, and that you'll do Honolulu. Maybe you do the Blue Note or something like that. I
1: hope so, man. I'd love to come out there and play. We're going to have to work on that, yeah.
0: Did you have fun today?
1: No, this is beautiful, man. Thanks a lot, man. I had a blast talking.
0: The great yeah. Ivan Neville yeah. joining us today. Where do we go from here? The new record. And uh, I hope you stay safe. You shared so many personal stories, your beautiful voice, the COVID experience. My gosh.
1: Thank you very much, man. Thanks for inviting me. Good talking to you, man. Appreciate it a lot, Dave. Aloha, brother. Hi, right, brother.